Hello, I'm Kor. And I'm Soi. And this is Cloud, Cloud Tokyo. Tokyo. Hello, everyone. What's up? Welcome to the second episode of Cloud Tokyo's second season.、Mm-hmm. And for today, or tonight, We are going to talk about the latest Marvel movie, Shang-Chi. <laughs> <laughs> We're so pretentious, but it's Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, the Legend of the Ten Rings. We're just trying to be like, we're just, you know, trying to pronounce it right. We're trying to be Shang-Chi. Politically correct. Yeah, kind of, sort of. But yeah, we're talking about, we're going to talk about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. So, what are your first、It's、thoughts? It's so good. I know. I mean, at first I was very skeptical, especially with the first half.、Uh, watching the bus fight. I, I mean, the, the bus fight was good, but I was kind of worried that、uh, this is just going to be another Marvel. Movie, Marvel superhero movie. I, I was kind of feeling that part.、Mm-hmm. But then when the second act kicked in, oh, masterpiece. Of course, the first thing that I noticed is the music.、Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. And the soundtrack's really the, good. The, the choreography of the martial arts are、mm-hmm. very, very amazing. It seems like they really、uh, researched about the proper. Martial art,、yeah. kung fu thingy that we but that we not, always see. But not just that, they hired、um, Brad Allen, I think, if I'm not mistaken, and he was kind of mentioned at the end credits.、Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one of the stunt coordinators for Jackie Chan. Oh, so、okay. that's why you, the the fight scenes were so familiar,、mm-hmm. very very Chinese martial arts and、uh, style.、It. Yeah, I loved it because、yeah. it really showed Chinese culture, and at the same time.、Um, If you love the bus scene,、mm-hmm. I love、um, the scene where his parents were like fighting each other. Yeah. But yeah. But if yeah. you can, but if you will watch it, it seems like they're flirting,、mm-hmm. like they're making love through their kung fu、mm-hmm. and their martial arts.、It's、so amazing to look at. So everybody was kung fu flirting. <laughs> <laughs> They were flirting. It looks so romantic. Yeah, it, it was actually it was、um, seeing seeing that part those those glances. I was like, I was like, I, I was kind of like my ten year old self. I'm kind of kind of cringing with, really, really, you're fighting and then you have those mushy eyes and all. Yeah, they're da- they're fighting and dancing at the same time. I don't know. It looks so good. Yeah,、uh, actually,、uh, you're you're really、uh, on the mark on that one. We're in. Um, they're they're kind of making love with their fighting styles,、yeah. right? And、uh, you can see that somehow,、um, Wen Wu was not really holding back on、mm-hmm. on his on his on on his attacks. Yeah, it's just it's it's just that、uh, their mom was really that powerful. Yeah, she can. She can go toe to toe with、uh, with the yeah, Mandarin with the and ring, the、so. Ten Ring. She can really beat his ass if she wanted to,、mm-hmm. but no, she was flirting,、mm-hmm. and it was so good. So let let's talk about first about the cinematography of the whole film. How was it for you? It was great. One thing that I love about、uh, Marvel, uh, every time that they have their movies, they 
they were always trying to um, to make their signature cinematography mm-hmm. thingies, but at the same time, it's it's different than the other movies. Mm-hmm. Like they're giving it their own um, yeah. What do you call it? Um, flavor. Flavor, yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. I really, I really like the especially the the way they handled the fight scenes, both the. Um, not the grand one. I mean, of course, that is good. But I really want to emphasize the bus scene, especially when they enter the tunnel. Mm-hmm. That 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 is sort of reminiscent to Old Boy, mm-hmm. the the corridor scene, and then at the same time, the the scaffold fighting scene. I mean, yeah, it's something fresh. It's it's a very fresh take on how to fight. That's that that you haven't seen anywhere else for quite some time. Actually, the scaffolding fight. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of Rush Hour, mm-hmm. uh, Jackie Chan, and that. But but not that it's, it's not but that well choreographed. Yeah, but it is more realistic than that mm-hmm. movie. Like in that movie, the bamboo was not breaking. Mm-hmm. I was like, how is it not? Those breaking? bamboos can do that. Mm-hmm. But then in this up in, in this movie, they proved that broke. it can actually broke and everything. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. It can actually break something like that. So it's. Another, another thing, another job. thing that I really like with uh, Shang-Chi cinematography. I mean, we started with New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the whole I, I kind of felt that color grading there was was so so kind kind of dark, plain, plain, plain to be to be more precise. And then when you get to Macau, it started to get colorful, colorful neon lights. And then mm-hmm. when you get to Talo, it's magical. Yeah, yeah. It it kind of it kind of sets the mood for yeah. what's happening. It it, it kind of reflects or or parallels what's happening to Shang Chi's life mm-hmm. uh, at that point. We're in New York, everything is normal, and then uh, you started to have a glimpse of what's happening. Like with, it's like an introduction to the world of. Um, his sister yeah. and what, um, and then the beast of ten rings, and then eventually it, it became this magical place, especially in Talo. And don't forget about the flashbacks, mm-hmm. like the story of Shang Chi when he oh, yeah. when so he let's get to the story, when yeah. he's a young kid. The cinematography there was really good, but like when when it showed when he was a baby until mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when he grew up. And yeah, speaking of things. the story, I really love how they how, how the exposition was played out. Uh, for mm-hmm. for their backstory, yeah. um, they they showed the the backstory. I think like two to three times, one per you know, one per one per act. arc. Um, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, uh, yeah. From the first part, it, it kind of told you the story that um, when Wu just changed, and then uh, it it kind of gave the impression that he's the bad guy. Yeah, but but in fact, he's actually a good father. Yeah, he actually changed for the good, mm-hmm. for the better. Mm-hmm. And uh, his only priority right now is to bring back his wife. Yeah, because he wants to be a family again together with his wife. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's just the whole point of. Uh, he's not actually he's bad, doing. as like um. Sorry, um, spoilers ahead, but he's not actually that bad. He's just mm-hmm. empowered by his, um, set. Like he really wanted, um, to be with his dead wife. Yeah. So he was crazy. Yeah, borderline to that. He fact. got crazy. Mm-hmm. Something but, like that. But. We have to acknowledge the fact that um, he wasn't really that crazy. 
I mean, someone was really speaking to him. Eh. He's crazily it's, it's like, in love. <laughs> he's not. He's not as if he's, he's delusional. Blinded, he's blinded by his love to his ex, yeah, but, uh, but, to his dead wife. But we again, we have to consider. We have to consider the fact that the the dweller in the dark is whispering to him. So he feel he re it everything feels real for him. It's Especially not as if it's just hallucinating. His wife knows to do some magic mm-hmm. thingy like mythical. Yeah. And uh, and I like the fact that they showed that part that uh, when Wu wasn't actually crazy because he's really hearing, he's really seeing he, things, he's yeah. seeing things. And why why do we have to blame when 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 he saw so many um, so many unbelievable things through mm-hmm. his through his um, years? Like mm-hmm. he lived for like more than a thousand years, yeah. so I think he knows. I think he. What he heard, he believed it mm-hmm. because it's not impossible. Yeah. And funny thing is, when I look, when I uh, went to Twitter to check mm-hmm. about Shang Chi and stuff like that, everybody was praising the dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they really loved the dad. He was such. Uh, they said that he's easy to the eyes mm-hmm. or on the eyes. I don't know, mm-hmm. but something like that. And his father is really his father's story is really amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, uh, almost to the point that it kind of feels that he has his own movie going on inside the uh, it the movie like, itself. It feels like Shang. It's the story of Shang Chi and his dad, his relationship with his dad. Or it's it's kind of more of the story of his dad through the eyes of Shang Chi. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's like kind of like that. Yeah, and um, the way they showed it was was Shep's kiss. Yeah. Uh, as far as the story is concerned, I love the fact that they really. They really didn't emphasize too much on Shang Chi's and Katie's love story. I know. Or, or the uh, will they won't they type? I mean, it's just there. But I it's love not, their friendship. It's not imposing. Mm-hmm. It's it's not. Uh, it's not trying to to push you to like them as a couple. Yeah. Or or it's not trying you to um to like them yeah. as a couple or mm-hmm. to root for them as a couple. Mm-hmm. You just la- you you were. You will gonna love them because they're how, friends. How they how how and, their friendship is and yeah, and how they support each other. Yeah. Their their teamwork actually mm-hmm. is, is pretty good. I mean, yeah, most most of the time, of course, Katie is just uh, in the background, but she really like a, fulfills the support character as well as you could hope for mm-hmm. someone who doesn't have powers and everything. Someone. She she she's the friend who's just there yeah, for for, for, you. What, for whatever you cannot do or something that Can't, she can do oh. to help you. It's a great support. Mm-hmm. She's and a great support. Remember, she managed to to drive through the enchanted forest. I know that was hard. He yeah. she was the one who keeps pushing Shang Chi like to uh-huh. um to do his best uh-huh. and to help his. I you you know because Shang Chi for quite some time. He was low key. He was uh-huh. in San Francisco, I guess, yeah. or New York. Is that in New York? Mm-hmm. San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he stayed in San Francisco. No, San Francisco is in California. Okay, in Cali, he was like, um, he didn't show his true self mm-hmm. to the other people. Mm-hmm. We just know Sean as someone who gets bullied mm-hmm. and someone who doesn't have any dreams. Yeah. But Katie, we don't, we all know Katie wants to be. You know, free spirited yeah. and shit and all. But when it comes to Shang, she was like, "I'm gonna support you. I'm gonna be there. Let's do it together. I'm gonna mm-hmm. help you. You can do it, Sean. Mm-hmm. How can I help you? Something yeah. like that." He and 
it was kind of amazing because she was the one who was driving mm-hmm. inside the enchanted forest yeah. and she trained mm-hmm. like she studied how to shoot yeah. a Both. an arrow yeah. and it was freaking amazing she did a good job like and, she's a fast learner um and as a jv just to piggyback on the uh, the uh, the driving part, I really love how they set up their payoffs. Mm-hmm. For example, the driving part, you saw Katie drive the BMW in the, the first uh, first, part, uh, first yeah. few scenes. You saw how that somehow she's just kind of good with reckless driving, mm-hmm. and eventually the bus the bus driving, mm-hmm. and then now seeing this, mm-hmm. it, 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 they they pay off that scene. It's not it's not a useless scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, another is. The Hotel California. Yeah. They were they were able to use it like three times. And it's not tiring. Yeah. Like it's not it's not um it's not forced. forced. Yeah. It's not forced. Um, uh, I think what we also love about the movie is mm. the comedy things or the comed- comedic Actually, scenes. Actually, these these are the parts that I have a small peeves when when no, it comes I, to their I, their com- their, their comedic timing. No, their the, comedic timing is kind of awkward. Yeah, it's all kind of awkward. But it's funny as fudge. You know, it's like a typical Asian <laughs> people. Yeah, for, for example, the the one in the airplane. <laughs> yeah. The airplane gag where he, he was, you know, he was, uh, I mean, Sean, Sean was, or Shan was trying to explain his backstory and then the, in the sudden interruption. Yeah, they were I interrupted mean, that by was, the That attendant. was so unnecessary. Well, for me... It was just there for laughs, that but it's awkward because it's not really necessary. It, it doesn't really serve the the story, the purpose whatsoever. I mean, it, it really interrupted a great scene, but probably that's the purpose of it. But it the the, the timing was off for me, at I least for me. They, they put it there because um at the second or third arc, parang it's shit's about to get serious, so mm-hmm. they're trying to insert as much as. As they could. Yeah, but at the last part, remember when they were trying to team up? No, we are the mighty ten rings. I was really expecting that someone would swoop in, either, either to him. But eventually, he got to the death dealer and then killed him. And then, okay, let's work together. It's oh, it's that some, one. Yeah, that one, that was one also is forced. Like, kind of cringy on my part because that it was, was cringy. cringy. But was I, I kind of really understand cringy. why. Because uh, it it doesn't it also doesn't make sense for people, especially them who are kind of uh, a proud organization, to just team up with everyone, especially when uh, the uh, the odds are even as far as the battle is concerned. No one no one's really getting the upper ground, and and the fact that their leader uh, was was successful in reaching the gate. So I see why it was done that way, but. It was so predictable. I mean, they probably could do something. I, I don't know what or how they could have approached different, approached it differently. But um, that that's how that's, that's just how I felt. It's kind of off. But uh, apart from that, the jokes were. I'm talking about the jokes on. between Aquafina and Simu. Yeah. Uh, 
Or... <laughs> this was really yeah. good, but not the other. Yeah, the, 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 the karaoke bit was was really cool. Yeah, and also with Wong. Yeah, it Wong. Was funny Wong was, was was really a show stealer yeah. on, on this one, especially on that last part where mm-hmm. you really can see that Wong um, has has his indulgences. Mm-hmm. For example, in the first Doctor Strange movie, you know he was listening to Beyonce, Beyonce yeah. even though his facade is. Serious Comart looking, yeah. And everything, Kamartaji and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, when you see Wong, uh, remember in Endgame, oh no, Infinity War, mm-hmm. he likes the Hulka, Hulka fudge something that mm. uh, he wants even though he doesn't have money even though he doesn't have money he wants he wants to uh, he was asking dr strange for him <laughs> yeah. and um another another thing notable in shang chi was when he we went out of the portal when he talked to shang chi and Akhaf mm-hmm. and katie he grabbed a drink from their the friend mm-hmm. just drank it yeah so you really can see that uh, he he's kind of indulgent to worldly things as well it's not well, he used to be like he used to be so serious, like sage. Thingy, uh, actually, I think that's something you know? that is really innate in him. That he's just putting up this facade that he was sagey something. Ah, uh, yeah. But um, it's funny. He, he's he's really into worldly indulgences. Mm-hmm. I love it. I really love that part. I love every. I love it every time Wong appears. Mm-hmm. And another notable thing about Shang Chi is we watched Shang-Chi like twice or thrice twice twice for core and twice for me the first time I've watched it I was like what is the purpose of his sister like like is she there just to be a a support for Mm -hmm. her brother is she going to do something Mm -hmm. and I was like asking core like I feel like it was such a waste of time for her to train Mm -hmm. and do shit like that Mm -hmm. blah 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 but in the end, it was very paid off. In the it end. paid off in the end, because yeah. she, if Shang Chi inherited the ten, uh, the ten rings, mm-hmm. his sister inherited the organization, mm-hmm. the ten rings organization, and, and she was such a badass. And I feel that this is this is a form of empowerment, women empowerment or feminist movement done right. Yeah. Because um, uh, her sis- his sister wasn't really that all too powerful. Actually, you can see there are, there are moments wherein you can see that uh, Shang Chi can actually beat her, especially in but the she, cage match. He chose, but he not, chose to. not to. He chose not to hit her and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you can see that she can stand on her own. Yeah, she was able to be like this underground Hello, fighting ring the at the age, age of sixteen. At the age of sixteen, but if that's a bad ass, I don't know what is. And then. Uh, I like the fact that she wasn't overly, overly, overly feminist in the sense that she just wants e- re- uh, real equality for everyone. Yeah. I mean, at the end, wherein she was the leader of the Ten Rings, uh, the, the fighting squad girls, are both like girls allowed, and men, yeah. not just women, Wh- just just women fighters because mm-hmm. she wants to seclude everyone. But um, I think this this is this is one of of those um, movies wherein you can really depict or at least a perfect depiction of um, women empowerment yeah. basically diba? and I think the Ten Rings is not it's not gonna be like a terrorist group anymore or something that will do bad but they they're going underground they're gonna be a mercenaries I think they're gonna be mercenaries yeah. they're gonna do bad things mm-hmm. but Mostly good stuff from time to time. From time to time, you know. <laughs> unless, unless otherwise specified by Big Brother Shang. <laughs> yeah. So 
I really enjoyed her character because she started off as someone who's very sad because Shang-Chi left her in mm-hmm. the compound and, and she, she was, was alone. In the background. Yeah, she was alone for how many years, but mm-hmm. she started to realize that I can do this on my own. Mm-hmm. I can I can be on my own. Mm-hmm. And so she ran off, created an underground fighting ring <laughs> at the age of 16. Mm-hmm. And she's a really good fighter. Yeah. She is a really good fighter. So yeah, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I love the Talo people. Because mm-hmm. their lore is very interesting. Yeah. I told you about my theory that maybe they're trying to imply that. Mm-hmm. Um, because... I don't know, like, the Talo village people are so amazing. And I think they're from another dimension. They just went here in our dimension because they wanted to, to protect... <laughs> yeah, they wanted to protect us mm. from the soul, from the mega soul soccer. <laughs> and so, now that Shang-Chi defeated the mega soul soccer, the dragon, it went out, like, it went somewhere. Mm. So that means that that's the end of the dragon's era i think and that's why if you can see all of the mythical chinese creatures were in there Mm -hmm. like the nine-tailed fox the the dragon looking Mm -hmm. horses even the ones that we see every chinese new year the lion yeah the light dragon lions or i don't know what what those things are but yeah something like that and the lore, I think I need more. I think I need to learn more about the Talo village people. Yeah. And also about where where do the Ten Rings originated. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted it to know. Because at the last part, everybody was like, it's not Vibranium. It's not Chitari technology. Mm-hmm. It It's older than everybody's. And yeah. they haven't seen it. They haven't seen it on... Uh, uh, in Wong's codex, codex or something like that. So, I think the Ten Rings is from another dimension, like from another Probably universe. Probably from the dimension of Talo. Yeah. With the mere fact that somehow those who are from there um, can somehow manipulate the the rings mm-hmm. in itself. I, uh, I think, but majority of the fact I think is because um, her mo- his mother in uh, Shang Chi has the heart. Of the dragon, uh, basically in the comics, uh, those in Talo are descendants of the dragon, oh. literal descendants of the dragon, but in human human form. They're they're Amazing. they're not gonna be dragons and stuff, but they are descendants of the Reed Protector. At least that's in the comics. Oh, so, now I know. So yeah, um, I guess on my end, I la- uh, I kind of love the fact that your of yours were in uh, the mythical beings in Chinese are all there. So uh, I'm kind of with you on that one. That uh, probably they they cro- crossed over and uh, gave their um, their descendants the Talo village men descendants yeah. are the Chinese or yeah. the Asians. I somehow, think somehow, somehow, yeah, that that, that, that can work. And um, overall, I really love the story, especially with uh, Wen Wu. He was a really con- co- complex anti-hero. I don't I don't see him as a villain per se. He was probably anti-hero at best. He's just a misunderstood dad. Yeah, and, and you can really see that he really loves his children. Uh, but he he was just devastated at the loss of his wife since for 
uh, almost a thousand years, he wasn't able to find meaning in his life up until he found uh, his wife. Mm-hmm. And you, you can see, you can see in all the scenes that even though he, he's beating up Shang Chi and he's everything, he's not actually even, beating Shang Chi. No, no, I mean in the, the, in the fight scene. Yeah, I mean, when he was he was trying to beat Shang Chi, he wasn't he wasn't actually surprised when he showed up at the gate, mm-hmm. meaning. Uh, meaning he knows that uh, Shang-Chi can survive his blow. I mean, mm-hmm. he he trusts that much that his kid can actually catch catch up to him. He was he was just trying to do his best to just get his wife so that they can be together finally. I think he has so much faith in Shang-Chi. Remember mm-hmm. in the first um, part, like mm-hmm. he knows that his men couldn't beat or kill Shang-Chi mm-hmm. even if and they he was tried. So proud. Yeah. He was so proud of it. I mean, you can, you can see it in his face. He was a proud father. You can touch my kid. Mm-hmm. He was a loving father, actually, mm-hmm. because whenever Shang Chi trained, um, he he didn't force Shang Chi yeah. to train as an assass- assassin. Shang Chi volunteered. Yeah. He chose to be there, and whenever Shang Chi the power to fight. Yeah, whenever Shang Chi was um, feeling down or was having a bad time training, he yeah. was there to like comfort encourage him, him to comfort yeah. him, to care for him. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, un- unfortunately. He was too consumed with grief and um, and the longingness that he forgot to really take care of his his, his children. Yeah, yeah. That, that that that's his only fault. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's it for me. Uh, probably if I'm gonna give a score for Shang Chi, it's a nine point five out of ten. How about you, Soi? I'm gonna give it ten because I'm because I'm Asian. I'm biased, and I really <laughs> love that we have a spotlight now. I'm so proud of Simu Liu and the other um, and the other, and the cast, the whole cast. Mm-hmm. They're so amazing. Tony Leung, aka Shang Chi's father, is really amazing. Michael mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. She's always there. <laughs> She's like one of the most well-known Asian actresses. And mm-hmm. I don't know, just feel so proud of Shang-Chi. I-, I was so scared at first because I thought that they're not going to do good in the cinemas because of the pandemic. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, everybody knows that we're, are, we're still not in there. Mm-hmm. But with this movie, I feel like it's such um, a window to our culture, mm-hmm. Asian culture. We're not Chinese, by the way. No. We're just colonized. No, I'm kidding. We're not colonized <laughs> by Chinese people. But thank you for listening to our second episode. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's goodbye for now. Goodbye for now. Or, or... <laughs> welcome to the hotel, California. <laughs> no, just kidding. Such a lovely place. Just, a, just kidding, guys. Anyway, thank you for place. thank you for listening to this episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our second episode of our second season. Catch us every week here at Cloud Tokyo.